welcome to From, From the, the Lower, Lower Level. Level with our real names, Josh and Brooke. Josh and Brooke here. <laughs> no longer in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's get right to it. Tonight's drink is a Negroni, a classic Negroni. Classic for Brooke. Mm -hmm. And a Negroni Spagliato for Josh. Yeah. So cheers to that. Cheers. All right. Thanks, TikTok. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, um, Negroni Spagliatos blew up on TikTok. I showed Josh the videos. He was kind of a naysayer. Yeah, Negroni yeah. naysayer. True. It was the you know what the the original Negroni is kind of a stiff drink. I love it. But let's be real. It's a it's it is an old fashioned kind of stiff drink. Mm -hmm. That's usually not my bag, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like something a little a little uh, more balanced, let's say. A little, yeah. little more leaning sweet than bitter, you know? See, I feel like it's full of plenty of sweets. So maybe for the audience, if you don't know, a classic Negroni, uh, the recipe is gin, vermouth, and Campari. And for the Spagliato, you substitute the gin for Prosecco. But Campari itself is like, it's a bitter, right? Like, I guess by, it just tastes sweet to me, though. Oh, because I was just, like, by definition, Campari is like a type of it bitter. It can be bitter and sweet, like, like you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that that was coming for me, so I had to get you fair, before fair. you got yeah, it. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> yeah. You were first, first on the draw. Um, so this week has been great. We had the Salt Lake City reunion. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't say, well, let's take this a step back. Okay. Would we say this reunion was great? Well, I mean, to be fair, it's only the first part of a, uh -huh. of a what is it, three parts this time around? Yeah, I think so. I think it's a three-parter. Um, first, let's talk about the aesthetic. Um, a lot going on. A lot going on. It's a, it was a busy set. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess it's supposed to be like a dilapidated church. Yeah, that's what they said. Is that a metaphor for the women from Salt Lake City? I think it's the like breaking down religion, like the Heather breaking Gay down bad, bad Mormon. Yeah, which I totally want to listen to the audio, the audio book. Yeah, of that. Yeah, I'm not gonna read it, but I'll listen to the audio book. Do you think she she does the the speaking? Yeah, totally. It? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If Teresa can do her speaking, oh, Heather Gay can do hers. If Teresa's doing your audiobook, you should get it at a discount. Mm -hmm. Like it should be on sale. I'll I'll tell you, I was very excited for Teresa's first book to come out. Not her cookbooks, but her like yeah. I'm out of jail book. And I read the or I listened to the audible of like the the teaser, and I was like, and I am somebody that has a lot of patience in life. Like I have more <laughs> patience than a lot of people when it comes to like bullshit, like shit television shows. Like if I say I don't like something, it means it's bad. And so that goes for Teresa's like audio. It was yeah. Like, so I did this and I did that. And <laughs> The jail smelled like fish. <laughs> it was just, it was bad. Yeah, I, uh, I, I couldn't get through like I didn't even try, but I know personally, I just wouldn't be able to get through like a minute of that. Mm -hmm. Like her voice is like nails on a chalkboard, and I'm a lifelong New Jersey resident, so it's not just like the New Jersey accent of it; it's no, her voice. It's like, the voice. The voice is rough. Mm -hmm. It's rough. Uh, so, so, so. Going back to Salt Lake, 
the right. thing, so I am a Salt Lake sympathizer okay. because I grew up in Salt Lake City. So I like, I want this to work more than many people. I am like, I'm a Bravo fan. I'm from Salt Lake. Like this is the perfect marriage. The for stars me. have aligned. Mm -hmm. um, I have been all for this like storyline that, that I like, I have from day one said that it was Jen Shaw that punched, allegedly punched Heather in the eye. That has been your theory from, from day one. From Jump Street, yes. And then there's all of the like Heather being weird with it. And like, that's a little bit strange. But I, here's the thing. She had to have punched her in the eye. She had to have punched her in the eye. There's no way Heather is like, I don't remember what happened. It was a like, slip and fall into yeah, my nightstand. And I was so drunk and I just don't remember. Like, she kept saying, I don't remember to people. And then it was like, no, I remember. I know who did this. I know. Like, didn't she even say, like, I know who did this or yeah, how this she, happened? She said something along the lines of, I know what happened. They know what happened. Uh -huh. Like, we all know what happened. Like, it was that kind of, like... I'm just not saying the obvious yeah. kind of thing, you know? Yeah, it's it's a rough one. So I think to this day, she's taking the like fall for this. It's making her look really bad. Yeah, it's a lot of people are a lot of people listeners. are jumping ship. A mm -hmm. lot of like so uh one thing that that's come in the rise of uh this podcast is basically it, it's almost lined up perfectly since we started podcasting. I have also started my Reddit journey. <laughs> yes. Um, I enjoy Reddit. I'm not a big social media person, but Reddit's been very uh, useful for me. Uh -huh. And I am, um, an, I don't want to say an active member because I don't really post much. I'm more of a lurker. Ear lurker. Yeah, but uh, I am a, an active lurker on to the Real Housewives subreddit. And the amount of backlash that Heather Gay got this season was crazy like people were like sharpening their knives ready to get her with this whole black eye thing mm -hmm. the black eye storyline was no pun intended a black eye on her character yeah. <laughs> well she was a darling for the last few seasons yeah, no she, so was, everyone she has... was the she was the salt lake city girl yeah, everyone has their fall from grace in Housewives. That, that's just how it goes. Usually it's you season two. You have good two. seasons, then you have bad <laughs> seasons. Everyone hates you. Like, the season two edit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So she's got a season three edit. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because I still love her, but I just think that she's taken the fall for Jen. She knows that this would have made her life, like, worse. And I get it. She's like, hey this woman has children that she, like, eventually wants to, like, see when she gets out of jail. If she punched me and the world knows it, like that could make things worse for her. Could be an and, extended stay, mm -hmm. right? So I'm sure she wants nothing to do with that and is just like, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. But I think there is a little bit of part of her that is, and this is why she flip flopped back and forth around the narrative, is that she kind of wants people to know because she doesn't want them to think that she did like that she self-inflicted it. Yeah. So I think she's been trying to like, she was baiting Jen the whole time to like, why don't you admit to it? Why don't you be the one that says something? Why do I have to be the one that says it? And because Jen never came out and said anything, she's like kind of left holding the bag. What do you think about Heather and her 
in the the first episode of the first installment of this reunion she basically blamed mormonism in a little way because of it because she said she was so because of her mormon guilt mm-hmm. she was so ashamed of blacking out from drinking that that's why she wouldn't say anything because she was so like riddled with this mormon guilt where she shouldn't be drinking in the first place and then she drank to excess so much that she blacked out didn't even remember the girls coming over at that point in the night mm-hmm. like and i mean she's not alone we've all had blackout nights it's it's embarrassing yeah but then when you have to put on top of that the 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 church element of like you shouldn't be doing this at all yeah and you're doing it to the point of like you don't even know what happened for the second half of the night like the back nine of your night is just like empty space do you think that was like an excuse do you think that was sincere do you think that was like making more of it than it was just to kind of get the heat off of her i think she i think she used that as a a nice story to cover it up and people can't argue with it yeah it's very easy to be like oh okay also it ties nicely in with the book it does the sell the selling of the book like it puts it right up there on Mm -hmm. a pedestal right like yeah if only i wasn't a bad mormon then I wouldn't have all of this guilt about what happened to me, blah, blah, blah. Go get your, go get your copy of <laughs> Bad, Bad Mormon. Mormon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, when does Shaw go to jail? Isn't it soon? Probably. I, I don't it was know like around for sure. Valentine's Day. I think so. I mean, she had like a handful of weeks to get her affairs in order, mm-hmm. I think. And then it's like off to the clink. Wow. I wonder if she and uh, Chris Lee knows best will end up like somewhere together. Ooh, I don't like that family. Yeah, well, they're in jail right now. Never have. Um, But a lot of people, I don't know, we've never really discussed this uh, in in (laughs) (laughs) pre-production. Yes, with our producers of this podcast. All the meetings that we go through to Mm -hmm. to plan for the show. Uh, But we never brought up. Um, it seems that Jen got a much lighter sentence in comparison to the Chrisleys. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts, feelings? Like, what, what do you think that's about? Well, I mean, every, as we know, every crime has different punishments, different states, different, you know, where they're tried, like it, different judges, different yeah, lots jury, of variables. like, All kinds yeah, of variables. so nothing is like cookie cutter. So I guess what I'm saying is like, you can't compare them because there wasn't like, it wasn't done by the same judge. And so to compare like what the ultimate like time was, is like, I think it's kind of silly to compare it. Um, what I will say is if there was some standard in our country that said like, if you do this, no matter what you get this, like, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to go down that. So, cause I'd, uh, that sounds like mandatory minimum sentencing, which I'm like, I don't want to get on a soapbox, but that's like, that's bad news. No, I'm not asking for that. Oh, all right. Yeah. I was like, no, we just don't want that. We don't your, want that. Slow your roll. Let me finish my <laughs> statement before all right, you all right. get crazy. Um, so if we had that in like, you would get a minimum and then one of them got like five, six years above that minimum. And then the one got the minimum maybe I would feel like a little bit different about it, but it's like, there isn't a minimum. So to try and compare 
two like these two things like it's not really and also i think that the impact of the crime also like varies too um the you know well actually i'm gonna i'm gonna go back on what i'm saying right now because we're not being more like yeah we're more victims of jen right yeah i mean i think the chrisley's was like victims of a bank which like well now we i think you just said it all yeah. You hurt people with a lot of money, you get punished hard. You hurt old, broke, or older people that you mm-hmm. turn broke, you don't get as punished hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you steal from corporations, they're going to make you feel it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's the crux of the matter. It's who, it's who you're stealing from. Steal from feeble old people, you'll get a lighter sentence. Steal from Bank of America you're going all the way yeah true well also um it would be well never mind i don't even want to go down this <laughs> don't even want to go down this rabbit right, hole right, right. we we are off this subject yeah, yeah. it's gonna we, get really we, intense we like to keep it light yeah right? it's like, gonna get crazy in here <laughs> it's gonna get loco um in our in our podcast studio so we don't want to do that <laughs> um there has been some like late breaking stuff that has happened over the last 24 hours in the bravo universe wait which thing the real housewives ultimate girls oh trip. yeah ultimate girls trip four mm-hmm. that's yeah. the, the morocco trip yep so allegedly what's going on right now, we're getting like little wind from, you know, the people on the streets, the boots on drabs. the ground. <laughs> yeah, that have said that both Brandy Glanville and Caroline Manzo have been sent home or voluntarily were sent home. We don't know it's voluntarily, involuntarily. It's, it sounded like one, Brandy, mm-hmm. was sent home. Mm-hmm. And then the other, Caroline, was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. That's that's the report Smell I you heard. Later. Yeah, she was like, "I'm done with this." Yeah. So there's been different rumors going around. One of the rumors was that she threw, I think, an appetizer on Caroline, <laughs> and then said something like, uh, "This is for your sister, from your sister Dina," or very, something like very, that. Like Godfather. Yeah, very <laughs> Godfather. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other one that we heard? Oh. Uh, that Brandy had some kind of weird flirtation with Caroline. Like, I don't know. Trying to get her to loosen up. Trying to get her to loosen up and maybe gave her a peck on the cheek or grabbed her bottom. Did did something that was flirty and a little like maybe invasive. Maybe she motorboated her. (laughs) (laughs) But like something that got in her personal space. And she didn't like it. She didn't like, and then that started it all. Um, This speaks to something though, like, I, I I wish I could credit where I saw it. The the problem with the scrolling through the gram is like I don't do it intently. I just kind of like mindlessly. Yeah, just like scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, I did see something that was speaking to the idea that this could do long term damage to the way they cast Ultimate Girls Trips from here out because there seems to be this like. Uh, like a seismic shift from the OG ladies, the women who were on Bravo in the uh, early aughts. Stop trying to make aught happen. It's ought to be. Stop it. Um, no, I'm going to keep doing that. Uh, but so <laughs> so the OG women 
from the early seasons of their Bravo franchises, a.k.a. Caroline, Mm -hmm. um, Camille Grammer. um, Camille Donatachi Grammer. Donatachi. You know, the, the, the... I don't want to say old guard. That sounds that sounds harsh, uh, but you know what I mean. The OGs, the originals, and then the more modern, like let's say within the last five six years of Housewives, um, and they said that there's been this shift where the modern housewife is a little more aggressive, willing to go a little further, stir the pot a little harder, mm-hmm. and kind of like gear up for confrontation like come out like knives out sharpened ready for battle mm-hmm. where the old guard would be like i hope we don't ever get there let's try to keep it let's try to keep the decorum let's try to keep it like um respectable here i don't know caroline manzo like a punk is a punk is a punk like but what but speaking to physical altercation she could say all she wants all right she 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 could call somebody a punk, but it's like she's not putting her hands on people. Yeah. I and agree. I don't think she ever would. I agree. Where I mean, I think she would if she needed to. I mean, I guess. But I I think she would do everything in her power to avoid that from happening. Because mm-hmm. she would be like, What am I doing as a however old year old woman I am? getting into a physical altercation with another woman like that. Yeah. That sounds like something adults don't do. Like in general, adults don't do that. Yeah. That's, that's something like leave that for like the, the high school schoolyard or like, you know what I mean? The, the frat sorority party or something. Like if you're going to get in a tussle, like you don't hear adults, like grown ass people getting in altercations like mm-hmm. that. So this, this theory was that, because of situations like this, now they're going to be harder casting OGs because the OGs won't want to mix with this new breed, mm-hmm. which is a little more wild and a little more aggressive. Also, you got Brandy, a housewife who has fallen from grace, who in order to try to get back in good graces, feels like she needs to force the action. Mm-hmm. She needs to push the buttons. She needs to stir the pot because that's what sells, right? Like entertainment cells you want it to be exciting you want things to happen not just like luncheons and fundraisers Mm -hmm. so i mean that fits brandy to a t like she is she is that girl true so i don't know it's it's an interesting theory i like looking at things from this like uh external narrative like looking at the big picture not just like caught up in like what that means to the moment but what that means to like the franchise or to the idea of housewives as a whole you Mm -hmm. know well i hope it never stops i hope that they bring have a mix of you know old new like it's not just current younger housewives i hope it's always a mix of ages and that keeps things exciting yeah well speaking of exciting and mixing ages old housewives new housewives um there's also some news about Roni Legacy that just oh, came out yeah. this weekend. So basically, for those of you, I'm, I'm sure you all know, but if you don't, um, Roni had a, a divide in the last year, and they said they were going to give us a a Roni Legacy series, which would be the fan favorites, the OGs, the the Countess Sonia, 
I don't think Ramona was invited back, right? I don't think she was. I don't think so. Uh, but possibly Dorinda. Um, possibly, I don't know, was Tinsley rumored? I'm not sure. I don't think she's coming back. But anyway, the idea was it would be the Roni girls you know and love coming back to run their own show called Roni Legacy. Mm-hmm. While concurrently there would be uh, another Real Housewives of New York that would be completely rebooted, new cast, very trending much younger, trending much hipper, and more into the uh, the influencer mm-hmm. generation. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where they were headed. But apparently the Roni legacy ladies are having such a hard time coming to terms with their contract that Bravo is, quote unquote, losing interest in the project well they're probably like i i you you bitches are lucky to even have an opportunity sign your fucking contracts or we're done like we're throwing you we're a bone out. here ladies. yeah we're throwing you a bone stop being viva la diva and like underrated songs underrated songs the worst one underrated the worst one out of all of the countess songs that is the worst let's not song. get sidetracked with an underrated gem that is viva la diva but with Roni Legacy, Ugh. like, I think this was supposed to be, in, in all fairness, I don't think they expected Roni Legacy to be a long-running show. You think it's like a one one and done one season? One or two, three seasons tops, and it's basically uh, a swan song. Mm-hmm. It is a, uh, let's gather up the girls, one last hurrah, do another cabaret show, do another girls trip somewhere, like, let's have a little fun. And then they'll when that's over, whenever they end Roni Legacy, it's like that's the last time we're seeing these girls on air, unless it's an Ultimate Girls Trip, you know, like yeah, re- redo. Um, but now I'm like, is that even going to happen, or is this just Bravo playing hardball? Are they putting this out there, using the media to kind of pressure the ladies into signing contracts and coming mm-hmm. to terms? Because they're like, look, we just basically told the public we're ready to scrap it. It's a smart marketing move. It, they're not just marketing, but like just business. Yeah, right? just like, business. That's what they did. It makes sense. Like it, it would apply pressure. Yeah. Because what other Bravo check is Luann getting from them? Yeah. No. None. Not, None. And no. at least like Dorinda, she still has her Radio Andy show, right? Mm-hmm. So she's always a call away. Like she's she's literally on the line. Like she's True. she's waiting on the line. Or Andy to just like ring the bell and say like get in here Dorinda we need you. Mm-hmm. But the other ladies Sonia Luann like where are they going? It's true. I I feel like I haven't seen much of Sonia lately. Funny you mention that. Over the last like two months, she's been posting more and more on Instagram. That's why uh, when I saw her posting more, I thought like oh they're about to start taping because mm-hmm. normally you know when the by the way you just showed your age taping what, what rather than saying recording say? oh <laughs> it's very antiquated oh you. excuse me yeah <laughs> yeah i was talking about the ogs so i was using like <laughs> og vernacular <laughs> but uh yeah they're, they're gonna start taping and usually when that happens you see an uptick in social social media interaction mm-hmm. you see the ladies start getting a little more uh, active some more posting some more like watch out we're gonna be here we might something yeah. happen and i felt like she was kind of 
warming those uh, those tracks up a little mm-hmm. bit um, until I saw this news this weekend that maybe Roni right, Legacy gets gets shelved. Man, that'll be disappointing. For real, it really would, because I think the whole idea was to ease us into these these new housewives. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have the OGs to kind of get their closure, the goodbye, I don't think people are going to receive these new housewives very well. No, I agree with you. I agree. Um, so Josh and I have been watching, you know, we talked about, we have been re-watching Roni from the beginning. And so we're on season four now. Yeah. Um, which we have to, I think we have to go back and I think we said something in our last episode about... Ben Simone's last episode being, or last season was last. No, that bitch is still on. She's still hanging on. Yeah. Believe it or not. She's still on. She's so annoying. She's the worst. Yeah. I mean, in so many ways too. Like. Hi. She comes across as a, as an airhead. Mm -hmm. The women openly mock her for not being bright. They've Mm -hmm. said things like, what do you have? You have no brains. And like, they, they've come at her for being dumb. And then she is, and I know this wasn't, I don't even think this was a term back then when this was airing, but for me, she has become like this poster child for toxic positivity. Yeah. Like the like, wait, this terrible thing happened in the world. No, 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 no. Don't say it. I'm putting my fingers in my ears. I'm not listening. I want to talk about rainbows and gumdrops and and cute puppies and Mm -hmm. like and it's like she she almost willfully ignores anything that she deems too heavy, serious, or you know what I mean, like real. Yeah. And she lives in this like imaginary world. Like the episode we were just watching the uh, the last night was at the I think they were in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. They just did a charity walk, and then she started doing. St- sand angels on the beach because mm-hmm. she was being confronted yeah so when as soon as somebody brings something serious or some real like allegation or something like with weight to it she shuts down and is like la 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 la, la. no i'm skipping over puddles not not me i'm playing la 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 happy 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 and it's like come on dude like that's just so that is i don't want to get too too uh sidetracked but that is, um, like, if if that's not white privilege, I don't know what is. The idea that your life is so good that when there's real problems in the world that you, like, divert from it and ignore it because, you know, like, your life's going to be fine no matter what because you've already, like, got it secured and that there's these other things happening in the world that might need your attention or should be. Or she might just have, listen... Now you're going to make me into like a, a <laughs> Kelly Ben Simone sympathizer. She might also be a person that can't deal with heavy shit. Like she, you know, she may have past traumas and things that she's just like, I need to keep my life as light as possible. And I can't deal with like dark topics, dark discussions. Yeah, I guess. I mean, so it's a good possibility. But how, I don't know. How do you, how do you raise kids? If that's your mentality, like you have to teach them. How to I don't understand know. Why are you look- getting all deep now? You're, you're turning this deep again. <laughs> Stop. This is sorry, sorry. But like <laughs> when I see that, I'm like, come on, that's not how life works. Like I know I'm I'm the cynical city kid. Like, uh, like maybe I, I'm I'm just a little too like 
jaded, but when I see something like that, I'm like, that's not natural. That's artificial. And this whole fake it, like fake, like everything's grand in the world. It's like, it's not grand. There's, there's tons of shit that's going wrong. Like acknowledge that. I, I understand that. And you know, you could still enjoy your life, but like, don't pretend like everything's just like footloose and fancy free everywhere on the planet. Like that's not the case. All right. Well, we talked, uh, I think on our last episode that we might be sharing some of our BravoCon uh, highlights that happened. So um, do you have like a number one BravoCon moment, Josh? All time or just this last year? This last year. This last year. All right. Um, There was a good moment. It almost was a great moment, but it was a good moment. Could have been great. Mm Mm-hmm. It was day one. We were going outside, taking a little break. And it's when we ran into you know who from Shaz of Sunset. Yes, I do. Gigi. Yeah. So we see- I unfortunately was not outside <laughs> because I was standing in line for wine. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So we see Gigi. And I'm like, wow, she seems so cool on the show. She seems very down to earth. She doesn't seem like out of touch and full of herself. Um, So we were like, let's go get a picture with her. Let's go say what's up. You know, we walk over and, and as we walk up to her, she's actually getting harassed by security because she was trying to smoke a joint outside the Javits Center. <laughs> and then I tried to like help support her in this. And I was like, don't you know, like she's here. She's not here attending the show. She is the show. Like she's, she's not common folk. Yeah. Like let this girl light one up already. Like, <laughs> come on, what the hell? So um, I, I tried to, we ended up getting pictures. I didn't get a picture with her because I'm really weird with celebrities in person. Um, I really, really weird as far as like asking for pictures. I, I really clam up and I feel like uncomfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. I think it's cause, uh, I, I, for a long time I worked at a, a sporting event arena and at that stadium, it is like, you cannot ask the talent yeah. for, for photos. Like it's just it's, unprofessional. Yeah. You could probably get fired. Yeah. Time. You know, I was doing security there and so like, you can't just, you know, you have access to like backstage and like sideline access for football and you can't just pull out your cell phone and ask Taylor Swift for a selfie when you see her in the hallway. So like, it's been ingrained in me to like not bother them, you know? Mm -hmm. So even in a setting like BravoCon where it's a convention, they are paid to be there to interact with you. Like that's literally why they're there. I still get a little weird about it, Mm -hmm. but that was my highlight. Because it was like, it was a reminder of how much access you get from being at BravoCon. Yeah. Like, and it's not just at the panels. That's the, I think the best parts of BravoCon are outside of the panels. Mm -hmm. It's, it is like outside, walking outside the Javits Center. It's in between the sets. It's like when you're walking to the show or uh, like, you know, going from places to another, like that you run into these folks. Like that's, for me, that's always the highlight. What was your like top moment from this last BravoCon? That's a great question. I mean, it was really fun. That one panel that we went to that like Christy Teigen was there, like people just kept popping up. Yeah. 
that was a lot of fun. Um, she like it almost looked like she crashed it because she showed up late to the panel, and then they were trying to rush her to the front row. But then everyone noticed it was Chrissy Teigen in mm-hmm. the front row, so obviously, like it garnered a lot of attention anyway. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, there was a non-Bravo celebrity that I met and had a full-on <laughs> conversation with, yeah. which was pretty cool. Uh, so for those who watched the real world, specifically the first season ever of real world new orleans there is a woman named melissa on the show and she was just like fun and hysterical and beautiful and just very very cool anyways ran into her and had a conversation with her and told her about the time that i that i could have actually been on her cast because i tried out for the real world new orleans and i didn't get picked and instead that Julie girl was picked. And so Melissa was like, I wish you would have been picked over her. Like, you know, basically like Julie was the worst. Like I would have had a much better time with you. Um, so that was pretty cool. It was a cool little encounter that I had. Um, oh, and Reza. Reza was like super sweet. So like I was trying to get a picture with him and like people just kept like kind of getting in front of me and like Reza was clearly trying to go to the bathroom and like people just kept coming and coming and coming and coming and he wasn't like turning them away and like i get to a point where i'm just like well i feel like a jerk like now like you're trying like i get it like you're a celebrity and you're like trying you know but like there's a point where they're also a human being and like you should just let them go and like they can't stand there forever and like take pictures so um i was like ready to walk away and i could tell like he could tell that i was like trying to get to him and then also like trying to get away. And so like he called me over and like let me take a picture with him, which oh, was like really, really, cool. really sweet. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It was like it was a good time. It was um three long days though. It is a marathon when you're there. Mm-hmm. Um and I felt like this last version was even more so. Cause like there had there was some like I don't know. At times, I felt like I was in, I don't know if it's like a casino in Vegas was the right like uh, um, comparison, or a, an airport terminal. Because like you're in, indoors, but it's spacious. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're cramped indoors, but you are indoors. Yeah. And you're connecting from room to room to room of this whole big shared indoor space. But, like, there's still a part of you that's craving, like, fresh air and being outside. Uh And, like, after three, four hours of being in this indoor space, like, it can kind of wear on you a little bit. You know what I mean? At least with the first BravoCon, you would go from building to building. Like, you were, you were, it was spread out throughout Midtown Manhattan where Mm -hmm. there were, like, I don't know, was it four different locations, three different locations? I think it was just two. No, it was more than that, wasn't it? I think it was just two locations. Really? Yeah. It felt like maybe just because you were bouncing back and forth between the two, it felt like yeah. there was more to it. But getting out and doing that like was a nice break in the action. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you're at the Javits Center from you know ten a.m. to five or whatever it is, it's like you're punching in for a day of work. Yeah, like you're going to work for eight hours. You know, totally. Yeah, it was great. Um, if they do another one this year, are you going to want to go? Uh, yeah, but I just, I, what I hope they don't do is just keep jacking up the prices to these Mm -hmm. things and making them like these, uh, like elite 
outings where it's like if you want to have a good time, that's going to be two grand. Mm-hmm. You could come for five hundred, but for five hundred you don't get dick. For two grand you get like yeah. the fast pass and you get to go to these panels that they don't get to and like there's this velvet rope culture of like well how much did you pay to come here. Well, that means you get to have a real good time Mm -hmm. versus someone who only paid $600. They get to have an okay time. True. You know, I I didn't like that. I felt like this year compared to the first, it was moving more in that direction of like, well, what tier is your wristband? Like, do you have a platinum wristband? Do you have a gold wristband? Like how much access are you allowed for this event? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like that. Uh, But it was much bigger much more people totally. um and i mean i'm sure bravo wouldn't say anything different anyway but according to them massive success i we know for a fact the javits center ran out of booze multiple times <laughs> yeah it was crazy it was funny how you could see like the alcohol change over the course of the weekend because it was like day one we have these wines and then it was like day two we now have these random ass wines that like no one's even heard of and then like some like popped up that i was like wait a minute that's a wine that we drink pretty regularly there's no way that they're giving glasses of that out for that price like we can't get that like a glass of that for like in our neighborhood for that price um so it was just it was funny to see like the transformation of the, the bar yeah if there was a day four there would have been like they would have been serving us cough syrup yeah <laughs> like, like, true. like anything to get these ladies fucked up like yeah. let's give them something yeah i i do hope that the next time around though that there's like some more efficiency with like the kinds of drinks because you would literally stand for 45 minutes in line to get like a, a beverage that you could pop open the top yeah. You know, like yeah. there, it was like, why is this taking so long? There should be somebody like pouring the drinks, somebody ringing you up. And like the, the person that's ringing you up, that is their sole job. You got two wines, cool, swiping it up. All right. Pop, pop. Wow. There you go. Next, mm-hmm. next. And just like conveyor belt style. Like just yeah. keep them moving, keep them moving. Totally. But it took a long time. So that was annoying. But overall, great time. We had a lovely, lovely, um three days at the javits center yeah with everyone else yeah for yeah. sure so i think we're getting close to time here um how about wrapping it up yeah yeah uh, was there anything else uh we needed to cover this week i think we got most of it in there yeah, i think we're good um for those listening if you if you don't know about our instagram page uh from the lower level podcast uh on instagram uh, follow us if you want to interact with us drop us a dm you have any suggestions comments whatever we're open to to hearing what you got to say we love interacting with like the listeners so you know feel free to to stop by yeah and you know because we have so many listeners if we don't get back to you <laughs> right away um it's okay we'll eventually get back to you yeah it takes it's a just, while it's to just, get we have a lot way. we have a lot of listener mail that we get a lot of listener dms so usually it's just like you guys are so great keep up the great work can't wait to tell all of my friends about you. It's usually stuff like that. Usually. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right. Well, we are signing off. We hope you all have a great week ahead of you. Yeah. Until next time. From From the the lower lower level. level.